so we're on week two of at least here in Georgia we're on week two of staying on lockdown self-quarantine um there's been no official word about what we can or can't do and it's just kind of interesting right I've been enjoying the time other than being at my house where all this food is and I'm very tempted to eat and have been eating. I like to work in co-working spaces. I freelance. I like to work in co-working spaces and coffee shops. But I think the biggest issue for people is this. It's not that you're home. It's that you don't have any place else to go. So what's happening is that things are being exposed relationships that are dying due to lack of communication i'm sorry relationships that have been on life support due to lack of communication lack of interaction lack of anything and it doesn't matter because there's never been time well now you have time i spoke in last week's monday motivation about the gift of time that this new thing has given us well time is a gift for some and it is a curse for others a curse in the idea that it isn't it is It is a device that exposes you for what you are and what you are not. And kind of like Darwin's survival of the fittest, it's Darwin, right? When you're exposed to discomfort, pain, whatever it might be, you are going to do one of two things, maybe three. You're going to do nothing. You're going to collapse under the pressure or you're going to rise above it, work through it, push through it. And that's the thing about this thing, right? Regardless of how we feel, regardless of whatever our complaints may be, regardless of how unhappy we are with whatever, regardless of the money we've lost, regardless of the bills that we can't pay, this COVID-19 thing is here. And it's here for a little while, but it's not here to stay. It has an expiration date on it. And so does your pain. And so does your misery. And so does your discomfort with being sheltered, essentially, with your loved ones if you even have to say it like that this is your monday motivation with eric payne i pray for the families that are struggling right now i pray for the husbands and wives or cohabitating girlfriend and boyfriends that are you know stuck not enjoying the time together but stuck together i pray that they find a way i pray that they get to a place of peace and calm and communication i pray for all the people that actually aren't safe at home because home is where they are abused i pray that they have found or someone has found solutions for them i'll look for the hotline number and see if i can attach it here um, in the notes or see if i can find it before the end before i'm done here so i want to talk about time again but not time from healing all wounds and not time to fix things but what time has exposed time has exposed you to the opportunity to think about who you are where you are what you are and even when you are and what are you going to do next so there's a little thing a little phrase that i kind of live my life by i don't say it that much but i'm going to start getting into the habit of saying it quite a bit moving forward and that's never settle I never settle. I haven't settled since my divorce. I looked back on my life and realized that I was settling for everything. Um, Settling for everything. And settling for my lifestyle, settling for the work that I had, settling for the kind of relationships that I was having. And settling simply no longer fit in my life. 
So there are three areas where I don't believe you should settle. I don't believe you should settle in life. I don't believe you should settle in work. And I don't believe you should settle in love. So what does it mean to not settle in life? Not settling in life means to live the best type of life you want to live. That means living healthy, eating clean, going on vacations, spending time with people, having great communication in your relationships so that your relationships thrive, having healthy finances, wanting what you want, but not running up your credit cards when you can't afford it, being financially wise. Um, and here's the thing. If you don't have any of what I just described, there's this thing called financial literacy and via financial literacy, you can learn. I'm currently learning about the stock market. I'm sad to say that I don't know it as well as I should have been one of those people that's been on the fence about eh, the stock market, but I've decided to throw my hat in the ring. I've had stocks, but never really know what to do with them. But now I'm really trying to invest in this. Invest in myself, invest in my future. My future is essentially my kids. Um, and whatever legacy I leave behind with them for them to carry on into their future generations. So don't, if you know, one of the things that you have right now is the time to map out. You can look back and map out where you've been. You can write a list on things that you've been disappointed by. And now you can start talking about some of the things that you actually do want to do. You can stop settling. Once again, never settle. I'm not going to belabor this. I know you got things to do. There's also not settling in work. What do I mean by that? So many of us have been unhappy in the workplace and have simply been subsisting there to get a paycheck. Now that's real. That speaks to the financial literacy piece that I just got finished talking about. But there's a difference between working to sustain yourself, working to create a future for yourself and working at the expense of your health, your wellness, your well-being and your family, your children and your spouse. If you're married or your girlfriend or whatever it is. <clears throat> there comes a point in time and maybe this is that time where. Having a position, having a title, and having a certain income when you have enough may not be enough anymore. If you are sacrificing anything, if you are sacrificing your happiness for anything, and I don't mean like tra-la-la happiness. Oh, I want to like live life on the edge and be stupid and hurt everybody on my way. I'm not talking about that happiness. What I'm saying is... If you are sacrificing your happiness, the basics, love, you know, family, time for a job, you are going to look back on your life at the end of your days. People are going to look back on your life at the end of your days and they're not going to know who you are or they're going to wonder why they didn't know as much of you as they could have known or they're going to wonder why you didn't choose to share. No one, there's plenty of coworkers because I have a gigantic family and I have been to more funerals than I care to mention. And there are plenty of coworkers who come to the funeral and talk about what a great person your family member was and, you know, how hard they worked and how dedicated they were. Who gives a flying, you know what? Like, seriously, the memories that we make, the experiences that we create, 
memory making, storytelling, experience having. That's what matters. Don't nobody care about no widgets that you turned in the office? Seriously. They might care in the meantime. Your boss is going to care because it's going to affect his paycheck. But it doesn't matter in the long run. So if you're unhappy, like seriously unhappy, like mood killing, heart heart rate spiking, blood pressure, all the rest of that spiking, levels all off because of where you work. Well, my friends, it may be time to reconsider. It may be a situation, as I shared in my last Monday morning episode, that you have a gift in some other area, a gift that you could potentially share digitally, especially since someone's home. All I'm suggesting is that you don't settle if you feel uncomfortable, if you don't have to. There are times when you have to do the things that you don't want to do in order to have the things that you want and need. If this is not what that is, then explore the opportunities to pursue your passion and become the very best version of yourself. Lastly, never settle in love. Because the reality is that if you are settling in love, then you probably aren't in love to begin with, or you're not anymore anyway. You know who you are. And if you don't, you should get to know you. You know what works for you. You know what feels right. And you definitely know what feels wrong. Don't sugarcoat that. Don't make it your fault. I mean, it, 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 I mean, it is your fault. It's your fault because you're choosing to be with someone that's making you feel this way. <laughs> allowing or you're allowing yourself to feel this way. But what I'm saying is that don't sugarcoat your truth. Don't sugarcoat your unhappiness. Don't explain or excuse it away because that other person is going through something when they've been going through it the entire time you've known them or damn near. This may be a time where a lot of people break up. It also might be a lot of time, uh, might be a time when a lot of babies are made. But speaking for the people that, you know, are not in the, in the best of situations or not in the situations that they want to be in. Or recognizing that they might not be in a situation that is good for them. You deserve better. Why do you deserve better? Because anything that is taking away from you, anything that is preventing you from growing, anyone that is doing those things is not in your best interest. I'm not saying you deserve better because, you know, oh, I'm whatever person that I am and I deserve better. I'm not asking you to get hoity-toity and then claim that you deserve better. What I'm saying is, as a human being, you have a right to live at peace. There are things that we cannot control. We can't control COVID-19. You can't control your AC going out. You can't control your battery dying while you're driving. You can't control a spouse leaving you. You can't control flooding. You get my drift. And I understand, look, I was in a situation that I probably didn't need to be in for a very, very long time. I understand. I understand. I fought and fought and fought until there was no more fight left. When they carried me off on my shield, talking about my mentor and one of my fraternity brothers who's a police officer, meaning like they moved me out of my house after my divorce. When they carried me off on my shield... There was nothing left to give. I left it all on the table. I understand about wanting to work things out. I understand how hard it is to actually speak on something that may bring about the destruction of a paradigm that you've been in for as long as you can remember being grown. 
So then fine, have the conversation. I'm not saying leave someone. I'm saying let someone know that you're not feeling right about the situation that you're in. So explore communicating better. Talk about therapy. Talk about doing it digitally. Get in a group chat. Get on a Facebook group about relationship building. There's so many things that you can do if you really want to do them besides just complaining and besides withering away in misery. You do not have to settle. Never settle doesn't mean deserving better, insisting on better, and then just like being miserable and hateful and mean until better comes along. No, never settling is always working to be better, always trying to seek a better solution, always trying to have the best possible experiences possible, and always showing up as the best version of yourself. So on a 30% day, show up with that 30%, and on a 120% day, show up with that 120%. Never settle. Never settle when, as long as you have breath in your lungs, the sky above you and the ground beneath you to move in a better direction. But it's going to take a little bit of time to figure out which way to go. One of the things that I'm trying to do in the midst of all these things that are happening is share beyond my podcast, beyond the storytelling portion, season one and season two coming soon, of what it means to go through a divorce and then date. But I'm actually beginning to roll out a digital product line of tools that I actually put into place to get here to be able to speak to you on the mic. The first one I'm rolling out is a guided meditation. For updates, you can hit me up at info at datingafterdivorce.guide and I can send you a link that will put you into a queue for the download. Or if you follow me on Instagram, sign up for my notifications so you never miss a post. And then you'll see when I post about the download going live. It'll be seven to 10 minutes, no more than seven to 10 minutes. And it'll just be a guided meditation, something to put you at ease, something to get you through, something to start your day with, something to finish your day with. As always, thank you for listening. Please follow me on Instagram at Eric L. Payne, E-R-I-C-L-P-A-Y-N-E. You can join my Facebook page and hit me up. Let me know if you want me to start a Facebook group. You can leave a comment on, you can hit me up on Instagram. You can hit me up via email, which I just gave you earlier. Or you could also hit me up on um on my Facebook page and let me know if you want a Facebook group. I've been hearing a lot about them lately and you know, maybe, maybe that's a better venue for people to openly share. So the hotline I mentioned in the episode regarding not being safe at home during this time of sheltering, possibly experiencing domestic abuse is the national domestic violence hotline. And the telephone number there is 1-800-799-7233. 1-800-799-7233. Once again, that's 1-800-799-7233. You can text LOVE IS, capital L-O-V-E-I-S, to the number 22522. You do that on your cell phone, just in case I wasn't clear. And then you can chat on thehotline.org. That is T-H-E-H-O-T-L-I-N-E dot org. Talk soon. Be blessed. Be strong. Be vigilant. Wash your hands. Stay in the house. And never settle.